0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, and I'm probably talking to you for the fourth or fifth time this today. If you listen to this, uh, if you listen to the show frequently, uh, thank you for all your support during the Super Bowl week. Tons of great content. Make sure and follow at Pick 6 Pod on Twitter and at Pick 6 Pod on Instagram. Today is Thursday, February 4th, by the way. Leave a five-star review if you've enjoyed our coverage. We also appreciate that. Uh, join me now to make some bold predictions and Super Bowl predictions in general. Super Bowl is only a couple days away. It is the Super Friends. Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, fellas?
1: Hello from uh, this lovely Thursday. It is much colder in my house than it is in Tampa Bay. So, quit your belly aching, people that are in Florida at the Super Bowl.
2: And hello to my fellow Super Friends. That we're missing our Super Friends get together where we truly become Super Friends. Now we're just like good friends. So I think until we see each other again, this is just the Good Friends podcast.
0: Uh, Instead two of Super questions. Friends. One, Ryan, what's up with the glowing blue thing behind your head? You're
2: yeah,
1: there. mixing it up. How you like it? This is my – Cool. Is it was that on purpose? Oh, yeah, yeah. I stole my son's uh, mood lamp, my nine-year-old mood you lamp. You
0: move to the left so I can see the – is it like a lava lamp? Like you get at Spencer's It's gift? just like a little lamp. I have different colors. Can you move to your left or right? Is that
2: something know? they're doing on TikTok? Put Something a like lava that. lamp behind you, and are you
0: going to do this during HQ? Or like, what's the deal?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's just a, a mood setter for the ladies on uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Pick Six podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you go to YouTube dot com slash Pick Six and uh, and watch us. Maybe Wilson will drop the uh... oh, or you a know tease. huh? You should get a Chiefs colored and a Buccaneers creamsicle colored uh, mood lamp for uh, for whoever wins the Super Bowl. All
1: right, I got the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, oh. a Chiefs color or our principal will say you work at State Farm. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. wow. I mean Breach really. Well, if I wear a red shirt, Breach, I look like a floating head behind this red backdrop. So you have to you have to understand um, how how lighting works.
0: Breeches. And then my second question for Breach: uh, Do you consider Debo's tweet on Tuesday morning uh, screenshot of the Tampa Bay water?
1: The oh God!
0: In the morning, and oh, it's so cold for a Super Bowl here in Tampa. Uh, does that qualify as a humble brag? Yes or no?
2: That is a humble brag. You know what? So when this pandemic hit, the first thing I thought on Saturday was we're going to have to deal with people complaining about the temperature in the Super Bowl city. Uh, it was literally eight straight days of it in Minnesota because the temperatures were negative 12. Debo, you haven't lived until you've been at negative 12 for a week straight. It's 48 degrees is a low. It's going to be like 60 degrees is a high. You have nothing to complain about yet. There you are complaining. Any response, Debo?
0: Complain about that, Debo. 27. Thunder snow there in new york Thunder he goes snow. all masked up in a trailer he can't talk right now he's <laughs> got him in the. pete's got him <laughs> tied up in a trailer in a <laughs> headlock uh in the feed we have a brady quinn football show that's available to you brady and i break down the x's and o's of the super bowl it's a really good conversation um he did a great job of explaining move him off his spot which is a thing you hear all the time and makes sense but sort of i don't know hearing a quarterback say it kind of you're like, all right. Yeah, that really, really does make sense. Just how much it matters. Uh, so go check that out. We have tons of prop shows. We're doing, we're micro dosing prop shows is what I'm calling it. Micropotting. Um, cause you know, we, we really patented the emergency podcast and there have been a lot of people who have, uh, just straight up copied us. Maybe done it better, but whatever. Um, you know, we did daily. Everybody swarms to daily. We do emergency. Everybody swarms to emergency. Um, what are what we, we gonna make,
2: invent next hopefully not the naked podcast we don't need everybody to swarm to that right
0: uh or maybe we do but we just have to be the four forerunners
1: well um, um let's be honest breach is usually naked um from the neck down he, he's on the full body uh, here we go
2: Yikes. The mood, i got a shirt on underneath What is that what, say? what a t sorry guys what does that say under there? uh you don't want to know Mandalorian. <laughs> no, it says, it says the dadalorian. <laughs> oh, I was
1: close. I was close. Where's blank when you need him? I recognize the font.
0: Uh, we'll also have a best bets episode with Larry, RJ, uh, excuse me, with RJ, Kinney and Pete Prisco tomorrow. For so this episode, we'll make some super bowl predictions and bold predictions from the super friends. And we, I don't, we've been doing okay on them, uh, but a little bit of housekeeping.
1: Wait, we've been doing okay in the ball predictions. The one where I picked six touchdowns by Josh Allen. And
2: what'd you pick breach?
0: Remember uh, I said tra- Travis Kelsey under 50 yards? I,
2: I said mean, 450 I to have- yard total yards for Josh Allen, who ended up having like 388. I don't feel fi- silly.
1: We yeah, had- but the, the pushback on Twitter, like, that's enough. Settle down, people.
2: Stop it. No, You're- I want more pushback. Keep throwing in our face. That's what drives us.
1: You're the dad of Laurie, though. That's different.
2: That's right. This is the way, Brian. We Ryan. will be live
0: on YouTube and Twitch for the Super Bowl. If you are looking for that second screen experience, we're going to join forces, the Pick 6 podcast crew, the Fantasy Football Today crew, and the Early Edge crew are going to team up for pregame, in-game, and post-game coverage of Super Bowl L- Super Bowl LV. The Super Friends won't be on the whole time, but we will be on a lot. I am told, uh, inside sources tell me that uh, when they did a, a matrix of who will be on the most, it is me. And then Ryan will be doing HQ as well. And Breach will be, you know, breastfeeding a child during most of the Super Bowl. Uh, and of course we'll have our recap pod live on air. Once Ryan is allowed to join us, when he's done with his HQ duties, you can go to twitch.tv slash CBS Sports HQ and youtube.com slash pick six. If you're up, you're drunk, you're not drunk, sober, whatever you are. You want to watch us do a podcast live? We'll have a chat immediately after the Super Bowl to break it all down. So come join us in those formats. You can do it on your app, um, on your phone. Uh, just subscribe to CBS Sports HQ or YouTube uh, Pick Six. You'll get an alert when we go live, and we'll have a good time uh, breaking down the Super Bowl. Let's get into some predictions, shall we? Mm-hmm. We're just going to make a couple of predictions, and then we'll come back and do bold predictions. Dun dun dun. The oh, these are people? also speed bold. They can be.
2: Uh, I, I need to start read, reading these rundowns. Sorry. I feel like Brinson just ignoring doing my own thing and just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, breach. Yes. Do you want to start or do you want Wilson to start? You know, I have three, so I guess I'll start. Cause I, I just, I just did stuff and I didn't follow any directions. Total predictions? No, I have four total. I have three in the regular prediction column and then a bold prediction. Need so I'll start, I'll start i'll start with a special teams one uh to get things flowing here and i have a prediction that there is going to be a field goal of 50 or more yards in this Super Bowl and uh let me add on to that there have only been five field goals in super Bowl history of 50 or more yards so it rarely happens longest one ever is 54. Uh, coaches get a little timid when trying the long kicks because they don't want to miss and give the other team field position uh, at near midfield. So 50 I, I agree or yards are longer.
1: I agree. That prediction. is in fact a prediction.
2: Sounds like you hate it, Wilson.
1: I don't hate it. I think par- my, my predictions are, are similarly less bold only because again, I'm not looking forward to people screenshotting random parts of the bowl prediction and yelling at me, um, which is, I think Debo's sole intention of making us do this.
2: You know what the people on Twitter do though, is that like, this bold prediction will end up on Twitter, and then like, Harrison Butker will hit a 48 yard field goal, (laughs) and after the game, they'll just be thrown in my face, like, you, you (laughs) idiot, there was no 50 yard field goals in this game, what were you thinking?
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, so, no, I like that, and I think that actually is bold. I think maybe we went too far. In previous bold predictions, like things like six touchdowns from Josh Allen, that might have been uh, the extreme. But in this- well, the, the problem is when you embrace
0: Boldness. the nature of being bold and you do go bold and people take them as predictions because they're dumbasses, <laughs> it ends up blowing up in your face because people make fun of you. It's like, like saying, if, as a coach, in your head, Tyreek Hill mic'd up, look at Travis Kelsey and say, the internet forgot about us. And like, I felt, felt. Like like I was like ah no I never forgot about you I love you I mean, thought you were gonna win. I'm just it's saying. like
1: it's like an introductory press conference for head coach where you say we're gonna work hard and we win football games and okay that's not really bold but that's what you're supposed to say. Or if you're Dan Campbell we're gonna bite people's kneecaps off that's insanely bold and you're like well I didn't see that coming and uh, I wouldn't be a little yeah. less Dan Campbell a little more Nick Sirianni where am I pulling off an Adam Gase?
0: I mean or how about you just find something in the middle.
1: All right, yeah. So I think Breach went a little farther than in the middle. I think mine is pretty much in the middle. I'm going with Sammy Watkins leads the Chiefs in targets. And pretty bold. So the the um most targets he's had this season, 2020, was nine, and that was actually in week one. Uh he battled a calf injury. He didn't play he hasn't played since week sixteen. I think he's gonna be ready to go. He was questionable coming into this week. And I say that also because I expect that Todd Bowles, who likes to play a lot of cover two, is also gonna try to double. Um, try to bracket both those guys, Tyree Kill and and Travis Kelsey. So that means more Demarcus Robinson, more Sammy Watkins if he's healthy, more Byron Pringle, and, and perhaps even more of those running backs in the past game. So I'm going to go, Sammy Watkins leads the chefs and targets.
0: Ooh. I, I mean, I think that's... All right, well, uh, two schools of thought on the the Sammy Watkins thing. One... He should be completely healthy because he hadn't played at all in the playoffs. He hadn't
1: played, he hadn't been active in the playoffs, right? I mean, he had the calf injury and that's why he didn't play in week 17. And so he's questionable yeah. coming into this week,
0: but I mean, he hadn't played at all. He hadn't played since week 16 when they, when they beat right. 17, 14. Um, he's fresh. He's had a fairly good season. It sort of flew under the radar, but I mean, he's been, I mean, not for his contract and relative to what they brought him in for, but he's, you know, he had, nine targets in week one, eight targets in week three, seven targets in weeks four and weeks 12 after missing some games. And of course week 12 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then six targets against Denver uh, and then New Orleans in week 15. So, I mean, it's not that outrageous that he could lead the team of targets. My only issue would be, do we really think that Patrick Mahomes is going to get away from Tyreek? I would ask you this a different way. If Sammy Watkins is leading the, the Chiefs in targets and by the way, he had 18 targets in the three playoff games last year uh, with the Chiefs and then 16 targets in two playoff games the year before that so it's not crazy to think he'll get a ton if he leads a team of targets Is that does that mean that they're
1: ha- winning or losing? They can still win just by, you know, you can still target Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill five times each and, you know, Sammy Watkins has a couple long plays that, that makes the difference I mean, if you're tar- targeting him 25 times you hope that he breaks one or two and he gets into the end zone and you've talked about it before in terms of Patrick Mahomes doing some damage with his legs too. So that could also be a, a, a plan heading into this that boy. I mean, and
2: I'll say it's a good thing because, uh, Sammy, you mentioned all the, his high target numbers this year, Brinson, with that, that nine in week one being the big one. Um, but he led the team in targets three times out of all those numbers you read and the Chiefs went three and no in those games. So he also led the
0: Chiefs and targets in the AFC championship game last year.
2: I think what happens when Sammy Watkins, when Mahomes starts zoning in on Sammy Watkins is at first the defense is like, he's not going to keep going to him. It's not a big deal. Just, just, you know, keep doing what we're doing. All of a sudden Sammy Watkins has 110 yards and two touchdowns on you. You're like, all right, well, we got to change something. And if you start focusing on Watkins at all, the other guys are going to burn you. So it really puts you between a rock and a hard place if you're a defense. So I think if Sammy Watkins has a big game, that makes it a lock that the Chiefs win.
1: So looking at last year's Super Bowl uh for the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill led the team with 16 targets. He had nine catches. So clearly he was in the game plan. Number two in targets for the Chiefs was Damian Williams with eight. Kelsey had six, and Sammy Watkins had six. So he was in the mix. He was there. Uh He had ten fewer than Tyreek Hill. But, again, it, they were dead set on getting Tyreek Hill the ball. And Tyreek well, Hill had 105 total yards, and one came on that 44-yard play. So
0: well, I was going to say, I think that a – if Damian Williams and Tyreek Hill, like those numbers, when you look at those target numbers, that's a team that was down 20 to 10. Right. And I think to breach his point with the Sammy Watkins stuff, if, if you, if your offense is running through Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman, that's not the worst thing in the world. Now Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill would love to get, I mean, you, you want to have them putting up huge numbers, but if Hardman and Sammy Watkins are catching passes, it means that they are in at worst one on one man coverage. Yep. Because that means that Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are absolutely smothered and bracketed. And the numbers are so, so favorable for guys with Watkins speed and Hardman speed that there's going to be some big play potential for them to, to really hit the Bucks hard if they are getting that sort of target share. So. And the
2: Chiefs are 14 and two when Sammy Watkins gets seven or more targets in a game. Wow. One a reach.
0: Did you look that up on, um, did you do the math like really quick, like with your fingers? Or did you look it up on? Staff? I did
2: it really fast while you guys were talking. That's why I've been silent. Sometimes, Man.
0: Breach, sometimes people don't really get like the, 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 intric- the intricacies of the show. <laughs> but, but sometimes I see Breach doing some like galaxy brain math. You All see it, the hamster. I see the hamsters like, like sprinting. And so I filibuster a little bit longer <laughs> to give Breach time to, to, to count with his fingers and let the hamsters whirl. Um, but oh, Breach, I also have a confession to make.
2: Oh <clears throat> boy. It's going be bad. <clears throat> this isn't uh Late Night Diaries, Prince, and this is the Pick Six podcast. <laughs>
0: no, so uh, I don't know how to explain this, but oh boy. Four times in the last 48 hours, I've been doing Radio Hits, and I have almost said
2: Tyron Matthew. You...
0: Like I had to <laughs> stop myself. I had hard. To stop. I said Tyron Ma, and I'm like Matthew. It's, I've heard Mathieu so many times Uh, and it's hilarious. And I keep wanting to say
2: Tyron Mathieu.
0: And I'm like, (laughs) I almost laugh while I'm doing like Tyron Matthew. And I've had to like reteach my brain, but my prediction is going to be that Tyron Matthew, aka the honey badger, aka
2: Tyron Mathieu
0: is going to have two interceptions in this game. Like it. And the logic for that is. that A, Tyron Matthew is an awesome freaking football player, so that helps. Um, And then B, that I think there is a distinct possibility that the Chiefs have a lead in the second half. And if that is the case, especially if it's like a 10-point-plus lead, Tom Brady is going to be throwing into a lot of coverage. And the, the Chiefs will be able to pin their ears back, get after Tom Brady, and that could result in some balls floating a little bit and some potential passes hanging up in the air. And when passes are hanging up in the air against the Chiefs defense, then you have a guy in Tyron Matthew who is very capable of picking those off and creating havoc on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, by the way, a shout-out to Debo for the stat – Tyron Matthew, one of 27 players with multiple interceptions on deep throws this season in both the regular and postseason. Tom Brady, of course, led the league in pass attempt, percent of pass attempts at least 20 yards down the field, throwing deep 16 plus percent of the time.
2: And along with that's that the Chiefs led the NFL on interceptions on deep ball throws, passes of 20 or more yards. And also, uh, if Tyron Matthew ends up with two interceptions. That will be the second most in a Super Bowl in NFL history. The record's three. There's a bunch of guys tied with two. So that's a big one.
0: Do you think that there is any value at forty to one in Tyron Matthew for Super Bowl MVP? I kind of do. Yeah,
1: put ten bucks down. I mean, I, put I think if,
2: yeah. If there's a game, if, this is a game where if you like a defensive player, you do it because you know it, it's not crazy to think that someone sacks Tom Brady four or five times. It's not crazy to think that someone gets two interceptions. Uh, you know, we saw Ryan's boy Neil O'Donnell throw Super Bowl thirty uh with three intercept. how many interceptions did he throw? There
0: it is. There's dollars. Vindictive <laughs> Breach throwing the Super
2: Bowl. No, no. Well, Larry Brown. Was it Larry Brown for the Cowboys? Yeah. Larry Brown for the Cowboys. Um won MVP that year. And so is, I'm just referring to times where defensive player won and how they won. So I don't think it's that crazy, especially if you think there's going to be a lot of passes thrown in this game. And like Brady doesn't even have to be losing to throw interceptions. We saw it in the NMC title game, those three interceptions on seven straight pa- on seven passes came when they were winning in the third quarter. Uh, so Brady interceptions can come anytime.
1: He threw yeah. two in the week 12 meeting and one was, uh, one-on-one coverage. Bashad Breeland made a nice play. Uh, Matthew may have had the other one. After double check. He did check. have the other one. And, yeah. um, and that was, on a, evening, that was on a bad gosh. ball. Oh, that, that second one was because Mike uh, Mike Evans ran the wrong hot route, and Brady threw the ball. There, there was some miscommunication. I think the ball hit Daniel Sorensen in the dome, and then your boy Tyron Matthew made the play.
0: Six interceptions on the season, one, two interception game against Denver, and, of course, four, excuse me, five other single. Is that right?
1: By the way, do you know what we call Neil O'Donnell? Oh, including
2: the playoffs, seven interceptions on the season. I would like to know.
1: Rich man's Andy Dalton.
2: I believe it. they both played for the Bengals. Oh! Except Andy it. Dalton has zero career interceptions in the Super Bowl, Wilson. True, so suck True, it.
1: true ah. that. You just reverse dunk on yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All you right, the, so, do we have the
1: audio yet? A breach going nine and seven yet? Did, did we cut that yet? The Lions
0: go nine and seven with cheers. I just
2: think you misheard. I, I don't think it was as bold as you're trying to make it sound like it was. Maybe I, you, I think he says something like maybe they go eight and eight or nine and seven. And <laughs> like, this wasn't uh, like Ryan's. There's a path to nine and seven, and the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. And it's Not uh, a difficult path. Um, the Cowboys will be three and three
1: after they went. Thank the you. Thank path you. to nine wins. It's not a difficult path. I sound like I sound like such a douche too, which makes me worse. <laughs> That's what I get for defending an Andy Dalton. That's the lesson I've learned.
0: That, that's that's a good lesson to learn. Okay, let's uh, spin it back around. Wilson. Or Breach. Excuse me, Breach, yeah.
2: Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm glad you made that prediction because now I can scrap one of my extra ones. My bonus one was just going to be that anyone has two interceptions because that's oh. a big deal. I'm, you've made a specific player. I like that better. So my second prediction is going to be that someone in this game, doesn't matter who, is going to catch three touchdown passes. Ooh, spicy. That would tie the NFL record for most touchdown catches in a Super Bowl. Uh, but this seems like whether it's Mike Evans, whether it's Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, whether, it could be Gronk. Maybe Gronk comes out and just explodes in the Super Bowl. Uh, but this feels like the game work could happen just because there are so many targets and these quarterbacks love to throw the ball.
0: So if you wanted to splash down on this, William Hill actually has odds. On three or more touchdowns score in the game. And, um, I think there's some interesting options here. Three touchdowns is a ton. Obviously Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey, the top options at 14 to one. Tyree kill, of course, had three touchdowns against the, the Buccaneers in week 12 of this game, 269 receiving yards. Kelsey, just a red zone beast. Um, I, I would think those are your, I mean, obviously those are the favorites to so do it from the buck. Then you have three Buccaneers. Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette at twenty-five to one, which I guess isn't that crazy because Fournette's going to get most of the rushing work, especially down at the goal line. And also, you know, we saw early in the playoffs certainly capable of catching a you know pass and and, and taking it twenty yards for a touchdown or even something shorter. Chris Godwin twenty-eight to one, Daryl Williams and Clyde Edwards Epler thirty-three to one, and then it really drops off. Miko Harman at fifty to one. Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski and Patrick Mahomes and Ronald Jones all tied at sixty six to one. Sammy Watkins and Cameron Brate eighty to one. Scotty Miller one twenty five and Le'Veon Bell and Tom Brady and Demarcus Robinson one twenty five. So I think um, if you're betting on that, I'm not sure that fourteen to one is enough to make it worth your while for Tyree Kill scoring three touchdowns.
2: Yeah, that is a little. I'd look for someone with like Mike Evans at twenty five to one. Is very interesting. Clyde Edwards Alaire at 33 to 1 is Gronk at 66 to 1. Again, Gronk is just one of those, uh, you know, like the in the Packers game, in the MC title game, you just forgot about him. All of a sudden they run that tight end screen the other side. And no, he didn't score, but he just comes up with these random big plays, and you know, they're in a Super Bowl, Brady looking for Gronk. It's not crazy to think that he keeps going to the well, and maybe Wilson's crazy prediction comes true. Sammy Watkins gets all the targets, all of a sudden ends up with three touchdowns, and that one at 80 to 1. I think is pretty interesting uh, if you're thinking about going long shot.
1: I believe Gronk is just 66 to one.
2: Should it be 69? Ha ha. You got it, Dad, a little. I
0: little was time. trying to find something where you could, I was trying to see if you could parlay. Cause I have on my local, you have a thing where you can do a prop builder. And so you can do Tyree kill over 150 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. And it'd be like 25 to one. And you have to assume that if Tyree kill is going to get three receiving touchdowns that he's probably going to have over 150 receiving yards, right? I mean, that would be yeah, dagger.
1: That'd be awesome if he did.
0: I mean, at three touchdowns and like 148 receiving yards, you're just losing your mind. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the three touchdown thing. I, the only, the only issue I would have is if Antonio Brown plays, do we really see the concentration on one player in terms of, In terms of red zone targets, because these two teams like to spread them around. I mean, Mahomes will sneak, throw to the throw to the running backs. Kelsey's likes to post up. You know, they use they do the jet sweeps, all of that.
2: That's absolutely true, but I do think the one thing that needs to happen. So, you know, like you just said, it's random. That first touchdown is going to be completely random. It's just whoever gets it because they're going through. But then I feel like if a guy gets a second touchdown and you get down there again. Then the quarterback's thinking, oh, I already have two touchdowns. Like you feel like you're you have that connection going, and you're going to look for that person first, not because you're trying to get them three touchdowns, but because it's like, hey, we're already working down here. Uh, so if anybody gets to two touchdowns, I would feel really good about three, obviously. But you know, you just want to see early if any quarterbacks feeling a connection. You know, like you said, Tyree Kill got what 15 targets last year in the Super Bowl,
1: 16.
2: 16. So if there's a situation like that and you have Tyreek for three touchdowns, you're going to feel pretty good if, if Tom Brady's just thrown it to Antonio Brown on every other play. So you're, you're
0: saying that if somebody has two touchdowns, you feel better about them getting three than if they had one?
2: Obviously the numbers, that is the dumbest statement ever. But I'm saying from a chemistry point of view where the quarterback is, if you've already thrown two touchdown passes to someone, I think naturally you're going to look to that person uh, when you get close enough to throw a third one because you're comfortable with them.
1: Incidentally, not the dumbest thing you've said this week. 9-7 for the Lions. <laughs>
2: uh, and I will say, in the only two games in N- Super Bowl history where there were three touchdowns, Jerry Rice had both of them. He finished with 148 yards receiving in Super Bowl 24, got targeted nine times, caught seven passes uh, for 148, and then in Super Bowl whatever against the Chargers, I think 29, um, he got targeted 13 times caught 10 passes for 149 yards, and had three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, I, I don't think it's that crazy, but it's probably got to be Kelsey or Hill. And with Kelsey, it's got to be like three short yardage touchdown catches. With Hill, it's got to be just three bombs. But, yeah, you know, look, it happened earlier this season against the same team they're playing, so it's not out of the question. Uh Wilson, what about you?
1: I'm going to stick with threes as well, but I'm saying Shaq Barrett gets three sacks. And you might say, well, that's not that bold. Shaq Barrett's had three sacks exactly one time this season. It came last week in the Packers playoff game. He had eight total prior to, to the playoffs in, in 2020 sacks. Last year, we all know he had 19 and a half. That's why they franchised him. But him, JPP on the outside, Vita Vea, and Dominick Sue on the inside, that front four is going to be able to get after Tom Brady without much uh, of uh, in terms of blitzing. Also, it's great because Patrick Mahomes is really good against the blitz. Also, Eric Fisher, the left tackle, is out. Mike Rimmers is going to, have to move over to left tackle. From right tackle, Austin Wiley's going to move from right guard to right tackle. They have a lot of moving parts, a lot of issues with the offensive line in terms of health, and um, Shaq Barrett has been getting after it. Let's see. He had six pressures along with JPP in that Packers game, and they were harassing the, the doo-doo out of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is certainly much more mobile um, than Tom Brady. Let's see what else we got. Most sacks in the last two seasons, Shaq Barrett is number one ahead of T.J. Watt. That's pretty crazy. Shaq Barrett the last few seasons – is third in total pressures, I think he's just behind Aaron Donald and obviously someone else, but that's not a bad group. And uh, most turnovers caused via pressure, Shaq Bear is number one with 13 uh, the last two seasons, ahead of Bud Dupree by four fumbles. And also, this is a fun fact. Um, this isn't about Shaq Bear, but his teammate, JPP. JPP has never lost a, play, uh, a postseason game. He's 7-0. Mm, that
2: is a fun fact. <laughs> That's a fun fact.
0: I always think you could have gotten away with saying that the Bucks will have three sacks because they're over under for a team is two sacks. Lay- oh, really?
1: Oh, I love he it. He oh. was
0: on a uh, prop show earlier this week and said he loves the over two. Love,
1: love the over. Yeah. Because- la- don't don't forget last year, the 49ers harassed the crap out of Mahomes in the, in the final.
0: And that offensive line is in bad shape. It wouldn't be, I mean, I have like a, a little thing that, Like I keep kind of it all depends on how you think actually you know what it doesn't even depend on how the game goes and so larry and i talked about this and um uh drew dinsick and i were on the flea flicker betting podcast with a couple of dudes from uh, over in london check that out it was a good talk and uh you know one of the things we pointed out and we talked about this with larry too is that there's a ton like you're going to see a lot of patrick mahomes passing attempts in this game because you can't run against the Buccaneers. And if you have a lot, bunch of passing attempts, you know what that usually equals? Sacks. Mm-hmm. The more dropbacks you have, Breach, the more sacks you possibly get.
2: Yeah. Brenton, that is uh, sounding a lot like my, if you have two touchdowns, you can get three touchdowns easier point. But it is a good point. Um <laughs> Like, huh. I thought mine was also, but when you say it out loud, you're like, wait, what is so obvious? Um, no, but that is a good point. And the one thing I will say is that uh in the games, Patrick Mahomes start, he started 15 games this year. He only took three or more sacks four times. Or, or, we can include the playoffs, so up that 15 to 17. So four out of 17 games, Um so it's it's not easy to sack him because he gets rid of the ball so quickly. This isn't Aaron Rodgers where he just keys in on Devontae Adams, and if Adams isn't there, he kind of hesitates, and you get your chance to get the sack, so he doesn't always get the ball out as quickly as Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't care. It's like every single person on the field can be his first read. If he's not there, he just instantly, like, th- no looks at to Kelsey. You just don't know what he's going to do, so he's not an easy quarterback to sack. Plus, he's mobile, Uh so this is a good prediction. If Shaq Barrett gets three sacks and, and the Buccaneers win, I think that might be enough. To, to win MVP. So uh, I like that prediction. And uh, the teams that got to Mahomes three times or more, two of them, two of the four, were divisional rivals with the Raiders and Broncos. So, you know, teams that knew him well. And then the other two were the Saints and the Dolphins.
0: It's kind of fascinating to look at, like, the Super Bowl record book. Tom Brady has – Tom Brady is going to pass 3,000 yards – in Super Bowl passing yards, this, unless he goes for less than like 150 this Super Bowl. That's insane. He's going to have 3000
2: passing yards in Super Bowls. And, and to make that more insane, no other quarterback in NFL history even has 1200. Right. Kurt Warner and jo- Joe Montana has
0: 11, 1142. Brady's going to be at 3000 passing yards. That is absolutely wild. Ben Rothersberger played in three Super Bowls. Probably won't play in another one, but that's okay. 642 <laughs> passing yards.
1: Well, he had like four in the first one, so he, that, that one doesn't really count.
0: Anyway, he had like five against the, Seah- against the Seahawks.
1: That was the first one.
0: I thought he played in the, oh. uh, That was
1: 2005.
0: Was it really? It was. What was the – Oh, the second one was the Cardinals.
1: Cardinals. He played good in that game. He actually
0: didn't no, play the bad third in. one was San Antonio
1: Holmes. Yeah. Yeah he, was, yeah, he was great in the Cardinals game.
0: Um, Tom Brady also – if he throws for, he, he has a chance to move into 20 passing touchdown territory. He has 18 career Super Bowl passes. Next closest. Touchdown Buccaneers. passes? Touchdown passes. Yeah.
1: He's getting 20. No yeah. doubt about it.
0: Next, next closest is, uh, 11. Joe Montana? Yes. Then Terry Bradshaw with nine. Here's, here's an almost unbreakable one.
2: Well, real quick, if Patrick Mahomes throws for 360 yards against the Buccaneers, he will crack the top 10 list. Four career passing yards in the Super Bowl. It's what if he in, throws. In two games.
1: What if he throws ten touchdowns? Where would he be on the list?
2: Uh You don't want to know. How many throw last year? He'll be, so he'll be second behind Brady. Really? He? Didn't he have two last year? Yeah, he will be second behind Brady. It <laughs> could
0: um, happen. Harry Bradshaw, four Super Bowls, averaged uh, average over the course of the four games eleven point one yards per pass attempt. That is wild.
1: He probably threw 10 times. They were all bombs to so Lynn Swan and John Stallworth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he is actually not even in the top 10. That's in, impossible. Of in career, passing yards, of, of pass attempts. I, they didn't throw. They, they ran the ball a ton. Oh, no, sorry, it was game pass attempts. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He's 10th with 84 pass attempts in and, four
1: games. Yeah. So 20, 21 a game. How about that?
0: That is wild. That's
1: efficient, baby.
0: Troy Aikman, first overall, first all time, three games, seventy percent completions
1: over Super Bowls. All the big teams are so good. Wilson joked about
2: Mahomes throwing ten touchdowns. If he just throws four touchdown passes, he'll be tied for the fifth most all time in Super Bowl history.
0: Do you know who holds the record for longest pass in Super Bowl history?
2: I do know that because I was going to make it my bold prediction. Then I it was so absurd that I backed off it.
1: Antoine Randall L?
2: Ooh, that's is that?
0: Is he up there? No, he's not even top 10.
1: Oh, he had like a 45, 50-yard pass.
2: No, no, everybody oh. in the top 10 is above 70. I'll give you a hint, Ryan. He plays for Brinson's favorite team. His real favorite team.
0: Played for my favorite team.
1: Oh, uh, what? wait, it's not the Chargers, it's the, it's the Panthers?
0: It's up to you to guess. I don't. Like so,
1: well, the Chargers were there. Sam Humphries, I don't think they did anything in that game. I don't game. like the Chargers anymore. Yeah, so who did Cam throw it to? Oh, like- no, no, no. Was it Jake Delhomme? Yes. Jake Delome to Steve Smith?
2: Uh yeah, I believe so. Eighty five. No, no, it, it was, was not. Muhammad? It was to uh uh Muhammad. It was in Muhammad. Oh right. God, ah, Moose. He wasn't exactly Moose. a bird.
1: Good for Mooson.
0: Number two, Brett Favre at eighty one, Elway at eighty. Um, Elway's was actually in two thousand and fifteen when he stormed out of the field at halftime and forced his way into the Oh
1: country. that was a joke, gotcha.
0: You're like, No, 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 that's not right.
1: Jake um, Delome. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would be Cam because they didn't play well in that game. I didn't have a recollection of him doing anything.
2: They only scored one touchdown.
1: I don't even know how they scored. how they score? Exactly. Uh, 24 <laughs> to 10.
2: <laughs> how did they score?
0: Was it a short pass?
1: It wasn't an 80 yard pass. I know that.
2: It definitely was not an 80 yard pass.
1: Good for old Jake Telomi.
2: It didn't we, feel when they scored like it was even close. I want to say. Would, would just...
1: you rather be a Jake Tellomi or a Patrick Mahomey?
2: It was a one-yard run by Jonathan Stewart. Literally, the opposite of an 85-yard pass. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: The least exciting <laughs> touchdown in Super Bowl history. Also, why did you
0: run it with Jonathan Stewart from, a one yard, from the one-yard line when you have Cam Newton?
1: Makes no damn sense. That's my. Yeah, story. that that was their. That's the reason they lost.
0: Uh, okay, I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole. I know I went down that rabbit hole, but um, here is my here is my second prediction. I think this is bold. It's definitely bold. Doesn't have to be bold, remember? I know, no, I know, but. Um, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will combine for 100 pass attempts in this game.
1: Golly. Ooh. That is bold.
0: It's pretty bold.
1: How many times has the quarterback thrown the ball 50 times in the Super Bowl? Six. You making that up or are you actually
0: know? I've been talking to you about Super Bowl records for like five minutes. I'm on the page.
1: Six times in 54 games.
0: Right, can you name the quarterbacks who threw it? 50 or more times. There are only probably four quarterbacks who have done it.
1: Matt Ryan and Tom Brady.
0: Matt Ryan is not correct. But Tom wow. Brady yes, in that Super Bowl, yes, and also
2: Tom like, Brady did it against the Eagles. Correct. I don't think did he do it against the the Falcons? Yes. Yeah, he did it against the Eagles when he threw for 505 yards.
1: 62 times against the Falcons. Bart Starr in Super Bowl 1?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got Tom Brady, he's first and fourth. And there's two more quarterbacks who have done it. What is the he oldest? He didn't do
2: it against the Eagles. Oh my gosh.
0: What is the
1: oldest?
2: Against uh, the Eagles? No, what? he did it against the Seahawks.
0: Oh, you're right. Against the Seahawks. Yeah, that's right.
1: What game happened the longest ago? Like how far back? Uh, how, many dec- how many decades ago?
0: Uh, 90s. The guy who did it twice did it in the 90s. Uh,
2: John, I was gonna... John L.A.? Jim Kelly.
0: Jim Kelly. Because right. they got beat
2: up so bad and you're just throwing the whole game in those last three Super Bowls. And
0: then the final one. Uh, oh, Kurt Warner? Hmm. Final one was against Tom Brady with a familiar quarterback. Eli? You got to think about
2: a comeback. It's not Eli.
0: Quarterback that's familiar to Russ?
2: someone. Uh, 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 Donovan. Yes, we, we already guessed everyone. Wilson already guessed Kurt Warner and Eli. We're running out of quarterbacks. That Bra- and it wasn't Jared Goff. <laughs> Brady has
0: 62 is the record against the Falcons. Jim Kelly, 58. And that was against Washington when they were down. Oh, my God. They were down like 31 nothing or whatever it was. Did That's they win the- that game? What's that? No, it's- oh, man. McNabb uh, is third all-time with 51 against the uh, Patriots, obviously. Then Tom Brady against the Seahawks and Jim Kelly against the uh, Cowboys in that beatdown, the the old Leon Lett
2: game. And now, and now, googling Brinson's career pass attempt or game pass attempts uh, of the quarterbacks who threw the ten most pass attempts in a Super Bowl, they went one in nine. Correct. Right. That makes and sense. And the only win was Brady against the Seahawks because Russell Wilson's an interception. So way. how
1: are we having two quarterbacks throw 50? Who's
2: winning that game? So Here's my theory. Well, well he didn't say they're both throwing 50. He said they're combining for 100. Oh, so it could okay. be 55-45. I, yeah. think,
0: I think the Chiefs will have a lead. And I think the Chiefs will also have to throw to ice the game because they can't run against the Bucs at all.
1: They don't like running either.
0: And they, like, and they don't like running. They're not very good at running. They're missing two tackles. I think Mahomes gets to 45 bare minimum. And with a 10 point plus lead, I think you see Tom Brady throw the ball 55 plus times.
1: Hey, let me ask you this. Who wins if both quarterbacks get COVID? Blaine Gabbert versus Chad, Chad Penny, Chad Henny. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, definitely
2: uh, not picking Blaine Gabbard.
0: By the way, I think, but weren't those guys on the Jaguars at the same time? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, I think you're taking the, the Chiefs.
1: I wonder if anyone's taking Blaine Gabbard.
0: Hmm. I mean, Bruce Arians would tell you he
1: loves Blake Gavard. He might tell you he hates him. He might make Byron Leftwich play.
2: That's right. All right, here here's a question for you guys because Brinson's uh, 100 pass attempt question. How many pass attempts do you think they combined for in the first meeting? Well,
0: Mahomes had 49. Brady had I because I looked at this, I was like, oh, they got to be over, and I think Brady had like is it like 31 or something?
2: What do you think, Wilson? Uh, I just did the math on your prediction and that's eighty. Yes, yeah, so oh, I'm going to say oh. that they probably combined for eighty. I'm going to say they combined for eighty-one. They combined for ninety. Oh, I so win. I'm not, closer. I, Didn't go over. See that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what a perfect job! What a perfect
0: breach prediction! Because it like <laughs> seems like it's insane and bold, but then like the math actually backs up that hundred pass attempts is entirely possible.
1: In and in that game, Chiefs are up seventeen, nothing a half, 20, 10 late in the fourth. Or 2010, late in the fourth. And the Buccaneers
0: oh. scored twice, and the Chiefs sort of led him back into the game. I think the Chiefs will throw more. So I think Mahomes could get to 55 potentially. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, our bold predictions for Super Bowl LV. The all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. All right. So you want some bold predictions? You want some great content in your life? You need to subscribe to John Breach's Pick Six Newsletter. He got he's doing so well. He got a company wide shout out from the suits at the quarterly review. Reach I love the love the suits. Love the suits. I'm not calling them suits to be mean. In fact, the suits, the suit in question is a great dude who wasn't even wearing a suit. Um, at any anyway, rate, what's that?
1: Too late. You can't go back. You already made it. it seem like you didn't like him. <laughs>
0: he knows I like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: not what I'm hearing. Um, anyway, John, Sports.com slash newsletter slash pick six. I know the website now because Brinson crushes me every time I bring up the newsletter, but don't know the, my own website to subscribe, I now do know it, cbssports.com slash newsletters slash pick six.
0: Go and subscribe. If you listen to this podcast religiously and you haven't subscribed, please go do so. It's just one email from Breach a day around 2 p.m. You can open it. You hook them up with the the open rate, and you'll find yourself surprisingly enthralled.
1: I dare you to read it and not be able to get Breach's voice out of your head. So if that's what you're looking for more of in your life, read this podcast. I mean, read the the newsletter. And here Tyron Mathayu uh, and all the other stupid things he says. All
0: right, let's go to bold predictions. Uh, who wants to go first? Breach, I guess we'll uh, and we'll grade the boldness afterwards. Breach, you can go first because uh, that'll give you final say on the the grade.
2: All right, the bold prediction from me.
0: By the way, did you realize that you're wearing the Tom Brady Super
2: Bowl jacket? That's no, not Tom Brady, but it's from that Tom Super Brown? Bowl, it's neutral. Says Falcons and Patriots. I got a Super Bowl Fifty One pullover. Is that the one I got too, or did I? Uh, no, that's the year you got the hoodie in Minnesota where we got the same one. I think
0: Hold I got on. my, I think I got my son a t-shirt from that
2: one. Uh, but it's Super Bowl week, so I'm just wearing a new Super Bowl thing on the podcast since we're not at this one, but Debo is and he's complaining about the weather. We'll brag. All right. Your I bold prediction. Debo. All right. My bold prediction is that Super Bowl 55 will set the Super Bowl record for most points ever scored.
1: I'm laughing because I thought you were going to say, it's going to set the Super Bowl record for lowest attendance ever. <laughs> 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 Can you bet on that?
2: <laughs> yeah, Here's a fun fact, is that uh the Chiefs, after this game is played, will have been taking part in the three lowest-attended Super Bowls of all time. One, two, and 55. <laughs> one. No, they didn't play in one. They played in one or two. They didn't play in both of them. They played in one. Yeah, so well. one, 54, and 55. Last year was lowest attendance. Last year was the second lowest attendance. Just because of the
1: size of the stadium.
2: Uh, just because of whatever. I don't know. It was the second lowest attendance Super Bowl. I'm guessing the size of the stadium because it was sold out. <laughs> and they they roped off a bunch for the media.
1: Yeah, they actually, they did. There was a lot, except for Brentson, who was stuck in the corner and couldn't see, even though he was with the
2: elites in the press box. Here, I found I found my tweet when I sent out the attendance. Wow, that's crazy! Sixty-two thousand four hundred seventeen. It was awesome. The the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, blah blah. blah. And Super Bowl One had sixty-one thousand nine hundred and forty-six. So literally, only roughly a five hundred person difference. Super Bowl Fifty-four almost had lower attendance than Super Bowl One. I. I guess people just don't want to watch the Chiefs in person. It's pretty crazy
0: that there were sixty-two thousand people at Super Bowl One.
2: Yeah, yeah, and no, that's why that's crazy that 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 Super Bowl Fifty-four almost had. Well, I don't think the NFL really cares about Tennessee anymore because all the money is watching it at home and, and, you know, I think TV they writes. played
1: it. I think Super Bowl one was played in the Rose Bowl and it was played in the afternoon. I
2: mean, if you, if you, if you, I think if you asked a random person like how many people
1: attended Super Bowl one. Yeah. But that was, was 25,000. That was 55 years ago now, but it was football was actually, I, I feel like really extremely popular back then.
2: It was at the Coliseum, but you the were Coliseum, right. It, it was in sorry. Los Angeles. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, popular. He,
2: I'm
0: just saying that, you know, I wouldn't have expected.
1: The only difference is everyone wore suits and hats to the game back then. Um, think about that for a second. Like you see it dressed up to go to a sporting event. Can you imagine rolling into the sporting event wearing a suit and a tie and a ward cleaver hat?
2: Get I miss it. those days.
1: <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, Mike Nolan. There were eight Super Bowls with less than 70,000
0: people in them Broncos, Packers in 98, Pats, Giants in 2012. We were at that one.
1: Again, I think the smaller. Venues are better for atmosphere, especially when the Super Bowls are filled with, in large part, corporate folks. Sure. I can't really comment. I mean, we were at the Atlanta Super Bowl, I mean, but it was Eagles Patriots is on here too. That was the Jacksonville, right?
0: No, the the no, 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 no. The one we went to. Oh,
2: the the most recent one.
0: Or you didn't go to, yeah? You which had, what?
1: The uh, the where the
0: Eagles won the Super Bowl was.
2: Oh, yeah, it was in Minnesota.
0: I just wonder if maybe they've maybe they've taken the stadiums because you look at these like you're talking about the well
1: Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I feel like stadiums are smaller. Like the Steelers, Heinz Field is smaller in terms of the the newer stadiums. I would imagine Atlanta's bigger. I can't, I mean, we were all there, but it's hard to tell what the atmosphere is like because we were stuck in the corner because of the, the issues of getting into the press box. But I feel like smaller venues are better for the.
0: You know, the record for most attended Super
2: Bowls. But how crazy is it the Chiefs have played in the three lowest attended Super Bowls of all time, and they've only been. To four Super Bowls, it's
1: going I mean, to be the um, it's going to be a hundred thousand at the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl. The Super or Bowl
2: one was not Rose
0: Bowl, it was the Los Angeles Coliseum.
1: How many hundred thousand?
0: Sixty-one thousand for the Super Bowl one, but the yeah, most yeah. attended ever is Ram Steelers in nineteen eighty. That was B- in Los Angeles. Rose
1: Bowl, a hundred and three thousand. There met. you go. Boom! Crushed it. I used to have a Super Bowl book.
2: Like back in the day, that was the closest any teams ever played to being at home. Sorry, Ryan. So of, the,
0: of the six most attended Super Bowls in professional football history, five are at the Rose Bowl. Can you guess where the next one was? It was also over a 180- hundred. Wait, start the question again. There's so six. The six most attended Super Bowls in NFL. Saint,
1: uh, New Orleans.
0: Eh.
2: Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Jerry World. Yeah. Jerry World. I thought Jerry World was. The oh, record.
1: I thought you meant in terms of frequency of the game being played in that city. Ryan finish
2: your story. You had a Super Bowl book.
1: I interrupt. Oh, you. it's not that exciting. I got it. I'm, I'm so old that the Super Bowl book ran through Super Bowl one, obviously, but all the way through the 49ers, uh Bengals Super Bowl. They, and, and like the the pictures were all glossy. It had all the the stadium. Not to call you outreach but I had all the stadium attendance records. And I do remember the that one out in California being like a hundred thousand. Thinking, wow, that's a lot of people wearing suits and pipes.
2: Um. So real quick on this bold prediction. Highest scoring game in NFL history. Do you guys know what the highest, or highest scoring game in Super Bowl history? Do you guys know what the highest scoring game in Super Bowl history was and how many points were scored?
1: 57. Isn't that the one we talked about yesterday? Incorrect. There's more than that?
2: Ryan, one of them was literally like two years oh, ago.
0: Oh, it's three years ago. He's got, you got to be a uh, Patriot Eagles.
1: Oh, that's what I meant. I meant over 57. Cause that, that was the only, that's the only spread that hit. It was 28-28 at half. I mean at uh, the regulation.
2: Patriots Eagles with 74 points, and it is the second highest scoring Super Bowl in history.
1: Is the other one with the, the game, is that 49ers Broncos? Bills, right? I was gonna say 49ers Broncos.
2: Um, you got half the teams right. Bron- uh, 49ers beat the Broncos 55 to 10, so it totaled at 65.
0: Oh, uh, maybe it's 49ers Chargers, that, that bloodbath?
2: 49ers Chargers bloodbath. Uh, 49ers oh. won 49 26, so 75. So if they're gonna tie or beat that record, 75 is the number you got to get. Really bold prediction. That's that's up there. This I mean but like I could total... see a situation I think like 45 to 38. That's where you get or 45 35 or 45 31 or the Chiefs need to jump out to a lead or maybe they play from behind. I don't know but I think it's doable as long as it's not pouring down rain.
1: What about 76 to nothing? What are the chances that happens? At 0%. <laughs> okay.
0: I think I think the situation you're looking for look you can get there with 49 26. Yeah. I,
1: I, I I don't think the Bucks and I but said Wait, wait a second. Who's scoring 49 points on that Buccaneers defense with that you know, offensive line?
2: The Cherry Hill just running go routes on blitz. Is he
1: playing left tackle as well?
2: I mean, the, the Saints scored 38 on that Buccaneers defense.
1: Yeah, but Drew Breed's better than Patrick Mahomes.
2: Everyone knows that. <laughs> that's, that's a bold prediction. <laughs> Somebody needs to rip that and, and put it on Twitter right now. I know, right? Uh, the Buccaneers gave up 30 more points just three times a season, two of them against the Saints. And, wink, wink. And, and,
0: well, that's, I mean, the Chiefs could have scored 30 points against the Buccaneers.
1: But I did. What are you talking about? I scored 27.
0: I mean, but they were up 27 to 10 in the late in the third quarter. I think, I think you get there by virtue of, uh, do you remember the game between the Pats and the Chiefs on Sunday night? Like, uh, it might have been Mahomes's rookie year where he didn't play. His, his his first year as a starter. You oh, okay. Hole.
1: Well, no, because their rookie, his rookie season, Alex Smith. They went in there week one and one.
0: Yeah, no, I'm thinking about it's. It was Sunday night. I'm, I'm gonna find it real quick. Yes, here it is. Oh yeah, this is how you get there. Sunday night, week six of 2018, and the score at halftime was Patriots 24, Chiefs nine. And it looks like the, it looked like the Patriots were just gonna snuff out, it was it's like, Oh, Belichick figured out another, figured out another young quarterback 24 to nine after Sony Michelle punches one in with, at the two minute warning. And then all hell broke loose. It was 30, 27 26 after a Tyree kill touchdown pass at the end of the third quarter. And the final was 43 to 40. Cause I could just see a situation where yeah. you got this like, like one team gets a big lead, the other team pulls closer. You take a couple of blows from each one. And then the fourth quarter is just this wild barrage of scoring. Like I think and, that's a possible like outcome of this game.
2: And the other part is I, I, you know, like you looked at the schedule, you saw how many Mahomes when you made your 100 pass attempts prediction, like they got the 90. It's doable, but not crazy. And looking at the chief schedule, their high scoring total this year was 72. In a game against the Raiders, and that was a game that was twenty-four to twenty-four at halftime. And I could see this Super Bowl playing out like that. And, and you know, obviously, you need to get the three more points. And then the Buccaneers' highest total the season was seventy-one, and that was a game against the Falcons where they won forty-four to twenty-seven. And, and that was a game that was twenty-three to twenty in the third quarter. And, and you know, if the points keep flowing, that's how you do it. So both these teams have hit the seventy-point mark. Uh, this season. So I think that 75 is within the realm of possibility without being being bold, but not completely crazy. Sure.
1: Um, Wilson, your bold prediction. It's not quite as bold as breaches, but Patrick Mahomes scores four touchdowns. He's only scored uh, more than four touchdowns twice this season. Uh, he did it against the Jets, so that doesn't even count where he had five touchdowns, and then he did it again against the Ravens, which does count. He had four touchdowns and another rushing touchdown. So I think he has four total against a really good defense, and uh, that helps get to that over that Breach is looking for and helps get uh, Sammy Watkins over his target total, which I need. Um,
0: four, four passing touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes.
1: Four any kind of touchdowns. By the
0: way, we forgot to grade Breach's boldness. I think you got to give him an A.
1: Yeah, I like it. It's an A. Yes. It's, it's tough. It's, it's possible, but it's a long shot, and that's all the point. That's why it's bold. It's not a boring prediction.
0: And of course that, I thought of that because I was like, well, Wilson gets a C plus for this and that being generous. That's fine. Four touchdowns from Mahomes. That's bold. Go to he, six. He, like he, he got humiliated by a Josh Allen six touchdown prediction. And now you're like limping out of your cave to be like, Fuller from Mahomes. How many,
1: how many times he score more than four touchdowns in the, during the season? Just well, there have been
2: six quarterbacks to... that have thrown four more touchdown passes in a Super Bowl.
1: There you go. It's been 54 Super Bowls. That seems pretty bold.
2: How many in the last 10 years? Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably. Tom Brady. I think <laughs> that's it.
1: There you go. 49. There you go. 10%. Seems pretty bold to me. Um, thank you, Benson.
0: Surprising. Surprising. I'll admit that was a surprising <laughs>
1: twist. Didn't see that. Didn't
0: <laughs> see that coming. Did you see that coming? I did not. <laughs>
1: no, I did not.
0: I didn't see that coming.
1: Thanks, I'm Breach.
0: Young six, Montana five, Brady four against the Seahawks. Aikman four, Doug Williams four, Terry Bradshaw four, Brady and Falls three each in that game, Flacco three. Yes. it's just a, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Right,
2: wait, wait, let me bring up Doug Williams four real quick. Cause this is where Wilson could have gotten bold. Doug Williams threw four touchdown passes in one quarter <laughs> In one quarter and, and then throw any of the rest of the game. Well,
1: that's, that's just crazy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Well, it's threw- been done before, so it's not completely crazy. Once One out of 50, 54, I think that makes it pretty crazy.
0: I just think, look, here's a list of guys with three passing touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And so Mahomes could throw for three and run for one. Yeah. He could Rick rush for four. Just listen to the list. Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, Donovan McNabb, Jake DeLone, Phil Sims, Jim Plunkett, Roger Staubach, Joe Montana, Brett Favre, Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Just a lot of guys.
1: That's three, though.
0: Yeah, but three and one rush is four. I, okay, give, well,
1: what if he rushes I, for four? I'm,
0: giving a C, I'm bumping my grade down to a C-
2: minus because you're defending it. Oh!
1: Oh! Breach, how, Breach, how many quarterbacks have rushed for four touchdowns? I mean, if that happens, what's Brinson going to do then?
2: Uh, there's actually been, so we said there were six quarterbacks that have thrown for four or more touchdowns. There's only been four players ever who have rushed for four, and there has been a quarterback. It was John Elway. Right, no, nice. no, that's what his career. Just kidding. kidding. His he has four career wow. rushing. There we go. Oh, like, like, what? Like, yeah, really so like, that happens. The most, the most anybody's ever rushed for is three, and it was They're the Broncos. Yep. There yeah. we
1: go. I mean, they, so anyway, it can happen any number of ways.
2: Elway having four career rushing tees is crazy, though.
1: Well, he has the helicopter one, so that was that counts as two.
2: That's true. Mm. Uh Jim McMahon has two. Mm. I will give Wilson's prediction a. Would you give it, Brinson, C minus. Right, C minus. I'm going to give it a B minus. That's generous.
1: Okay. When it happens, suck it, nerds. Okay.
2: Oh my goodness. Um, If you, if it's right, then it wasn't bold enough. I know. I knew that's what was going to be the next words out of your mouth. Tell Josh,
1: tell bold? Josh Allen in his six TDs how bold that was.
0: Uh, I almost messed that one up bad. Oh my goodness gracious. This is pretty cr- crazy. So, uh, in terms of game, game receptions. There are. Do you know how many time? How many New England players have more in Super Bowl history? How many players for the New England Patriots have ten or more receptions in a single game,
2: single Super Bowl? None. I can think of three off the top of my head. <laughs> so there's at least three. <laughs> that
1: was close. Julian Edelman,
2: Edelman, yep. James White, uh, and Dion Branch.
0: Yep. There's two more. Uh, there's one more obvious one, I think. Gronk? Oh, I might have counted Deion Branch twice. Crap. I did count Deion Branch twice. Troy Brown. Twice. No, Gronk's not one. All right, so there's five guys who counted Deion Branch twice.
2: Did he do it twice? Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy.
0: Uh, the other two are pretty tough to get. Well, one of them is easy. Troy Brown. You named Julian Edelman. So stand standard reason that you might name.
2: Oh, yeah, Wes Welker. Wes and- Welker.
0: And then I'm trying to steal it from Wilson. <laughs> and then the other one was Shane Vereen.
2: I would never have guessed that.
1: Shane Vereen wouldn't have guessed it either.
0: <laughs> uh, Wes Welker actually third in Super Bowl history in receptions all time. I bet
1: that makes uh, Peyton Manning happy after he dropped that ball against the Seahawks.
2: Uh, I know Gronk's pretty high up on that list, on the all-time that receptions like that. list.
1: Oh, no. Welk will drop that ball against Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, uh, oh, if
2: if, yeah, if Gronk catches it's five passes, if Gronk catches five passes in Super Bowl, he'll, he'll be second all-time in career Super Bowl receptions.
0: That's right. Behind Jerry Rice
1: with 33. Good Lord.
0: Okay, so here's my bold prediction. Speaking of Jerry Rice, Tyreek Hill.
1: By the way, preemptive F. Go ahead.
0: Great. Ooh, the single-game receiving yards Record of 215 oh, receiving yards set by Jerry Rice in a game, John Breach, that you may remember. Oh, Super That's Bowl also...
2: XX. I, I,
1: I. You're <laughs> making
2: also... me give you an F, Prince. I didn't like the prediction, but how are you going to throw that in my face?
1: He's <laughs> got a double F.
2: The <laughs> ball in his hands and said, "Up, up and away! <laughs>
1: Double F. Ironically. First first time in um, podcast. Jerry Rice
0: set the record for most receiving yards in a single game. Jerry Rice holds the record for most receiving touchdowns in the game, but it wasn't Jerry Rice who was the leading scorer in this game. It was none other than... Oh, Jim
2: Breach! Yeah, you had to cut it off there. I was wondering where you're going with that. That Jim right. Breach outscored Jerry Rice. You know what? So if the 49ers didn't win that game, Jim Breach would have won MVP. So uh would dad have been MVP if they'd won? He would have been MVP. It's, how it's, was your life? Was, you know, Ryan loves to talk about the multiverse. It's one of those alternate realities I think about for at least three hours every week the Super Bowl comes around. Oh I was going to
1: say, how would, uh, how would Breach's life be different if his dad won MVP and they won the Super Bowl? No, he'd probably be no. a president of like uh he'd be the president of the Bengals. He wouldn't be slumming <laughs> it with us. Now he's he's living in a basement <laughs> in Tennessee. Yeah. Boomer
0: Syerson was eleven to twenty five for a buck forty four in a
2: pick. Yeah, you yeah. find another Bengals that would have been MVP and let me know if you think Pat, Pat McAnally.
0: Nicky Woods, twenty carries, seventy nine yards, no scores. Chris Collinsworth, the leading receiver, three catches, forty yards. Yikes. Was there anybody you had uh, let's see. For Any their the only
2: touchdown, so they scored 16 points. My dad scored 10. Their only touchdown came on a kickoff return for a touchdown because the offense didn't do anything.
0: Has your dad discussed this that he thinks he might have been MVP?
2: Oh, this is not just my dad discussing it. This is well, <laughs> well known. There's a this whole is, run- Hold on. Hold on. Here, here's Boomer Sison, uh inside the NFL, real quick. I agree,
0: they win
2: games. For yeah. so back in Super Bowl twenty three. I'm telling you, we would have hung on to win, Jim Breach would have been our MVP. He was wow. that good. That's that's oh! the MVP oh! of the NFL from 1988. Boomer Seayuson saying that himself. Boomer won MVP in '88. He won MVP wow. in 1988. Out of his own mouth, Jim Breach would have been the Super Bowl MVP if the Bengals would have won.
0: Jim Breach, 34 yard field goal in the second quarter to tie it up three all. A 43 yard field goal gave the Bengals a six three lead. And then a 40-yard field goal cut it to 16-13 to 13 before the – or no, gave him a 16-13 lead, excuse me, before uh, some pass from Montana to John Taylor. I don't think anybody talks about it really.
2: Mm-hmm. Ten-yard pass to Montana to Taylor. And note to – you mentioned the field goals. Uh, one of only two kickers in Super Bowl history to make two field goals of 40 yards or more in the second half of a Super Bowl during crunch time. Joe Robbie Stadium. Okay. But Jerry Rice. Anyway, back to Jerry. What? Yeah, you're so great.
0: You guys, I mean, I you're jokingly giving me an F, but what, what, what really grade would that be?
1: That's, that's pretty bold.
2: Yeah. I'll give uh, you an A. Yeah. There
1: we go. An A. I'll give you, uh, oh, pretty I'll give you a, a B double minus just so you're below me.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, Tyree Kill already went for that number against the, uh, the Buccaneers this regular season. We went for 269.
1: So, so you would imagine uh, they would, they would, be- Try not to let that happen again.
0: Right. One would think that they would they would try and uh try and do that. But the-, but
2: the flip side of that, here's how bold Brinson's prediction is. So I don't even know if we said the number. Rice finished with two fifteen. Uh no one else has even hit two hundred, and only one other receiver in suitable history has even gone above one seventy. So it is a very, very bold prediction. Only seven
0: guys have gone above one fifty and Jerry Rice is not has not did not do it another time. He went for one forty nine and one forty eight. I think Breach referenced that. Uh Dion Branch rounds out the top ten with one forty three. But then the top seven over a buck fifty. It's kind of funny. It's Jerry Rice, two fifteen. Ricky Sanders for Washington. That's the crazy in Super West. Bowl. Super Bowl twenty two with one ninety-three. Isaac Bruce for the greatest show on turf with one sixty two. Len Swan in Super Bowl ten with one sixty one. And then three guys Tied for at one fifty two, tied for fifth. Andre Reed for Buffalo, Rod Smith for Denver, and Danny Amendola didn't what? see. What? I'm about to record my son saying, "Didn't see that coming." in.
2: Of the top four performances, uh, all four of those teams won. Hmm. So, if Tyreek goes off, that seems like a good thing for the Chiefs. I actually
0: might have been smarter to say that Tyreek Hill will break Jerry Rice's yards from scrimmage record, which is 220. Because I could see Tyreek having like a monster rush attempt on a jet sweep or something like that that wouldn't count towards receiving.
2: Too late. What we'll if back. Tyreek Hill wins MVP and – after a game where Ryan Suckup hits like nine field goals and he mm-hmm. would have won MVP. And then like 20 years from now, Ryan suck ups, kids on a podcast reliving the Tyree kill game and talking about how his dad could have won MVP.
1: That's a ball prediction. Except
0: in this situation, Tyree kill won the game. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jim breach. We love you. You're the, you're the, you're our favorite breach. That's mean. Breach. Um, all right. That's the show. That's the bold predictions. We'll be back tomorrow with our best bets podcast. Uh, you can also check out the final, uh, pick six show on CBS Sports HQ, final weekday show on CBS Sports
1: HQ. From- oh, I was like, Oh, we're done forever
0: <laughs> 5 PM on Friday. And then we, as we mentioned, live streaming on YouTube and Twitch TV basically all day Sunday. So make sure and check that out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later.
1: Okay. Picture this.